Hello and welcome to Turbo Geeks, a podcast where dope people talk about dope topics. On today's episode, habits. This is going to be the first part in a six-part series where we talk about different tips and tricks you can integrate into your lifestyle to make you a little more healthy, a little more fit, bit by bit. Improvement takes investment, and you can think of this in terms of a financial investment where you're putting money towards a particular goal. You can think of this in terms of fitness where the repetition builds towards improvement, whether that's strength, whether that's practice in a certain technique or movement pattern. Uh, But you need to get your reps in so that you can improve upon whatever you're trying to get better at. That practice helps you dial in those particular movements to get you comfortable with the technique to to get you well-practiced and locked in and dialed in towards whatever you're improving. So that's simply the same thing when it comes to lifestyle. We want to be able to get better at certain aspects, whether it's just getting moving a little bit more, um, building better postural habits. Are you using your core correctly? Are you taking care of your spine throughout the day? Are you aware of what you're doing or not doing? Because generally, if we're not moving towards that improvement, we may be going the other way and building some sort of dysfunction. So if we can provide you a little bit of mindfulness throughout the day, I think that's great. Also, you know, hearing it, hearing it come out of somebody else's mouth sometimes is enough of a motivation to get people to want to do things because it's such a novel idea for you. We'll start off with some morning habits. Number one, pound as much water as possible to jumpstart your metabolism. For a lot of people, whether they're trying to increase strength and conditioning. Uh, It is approaching summer here in Seattle. So the weather is changing pretty fast for a lot of people. It's going to be warmer. It's going to be drier. The sun's going to be out and you're going to be out in the sun a lot more often, which also means hydration will become an issue at some point. So it'll help just to start your day off with as much water as possible Many folks will have a glass of water at their next to them on their nightstands. Um, you could also have a water bottle nearby, which is what we have, simply because we're always thirsty. So, when you wake up, upon waking, the first thing you should do after opening your eyes, or maybe not even opening your eyes, don't reach for your phone unless it's a an alarm. But grab that water, sit upright get as much of that in as possible. 
It'll help fill up the belly, which will help push out all the excess uh, trash that you have. So, you know, if you your morning urination can get done quicker. But it also literally jumpstarts uh, the system of the stomach. So get that water in as much as you can. Not trying, trying to tell you to, like, uh, drink a certain amount. But as much as you can take in on one go is going to be good enough for most people. And then you can get on to your morning routine of hitting the bathroom, brushing your teeth, washing your face, all that good stuff. That's not necessarily why we're talking here, but most people don't necessarily drink uh, water in the morning, so that should be the first uh, liquid that you have before your coffee, before your morning shakes and all that stuff. So get as much water as possible uh, in the morning as soon as you wake up. Number two, move. As soon as you can get out of bed, your goal is to try to get a literal handful of movements in. All right, we're talking like five or less reps. Don't make it an exercise. Don't think about it too hard. Don't think about the setups like you normally would if you're exercising in the gym. But it's literally, can I get some circulation going within the joints, within the muscles? And that could be some squats that could be some good mornings um, that could be some sort of twists standing you know twist and pivot that could be some t-spine twists uh, for your thoracic your upper back Um, it could be specific just to the neck and not necessarily the main torso and your spine that way but you're just trying to get the circulation going through those joints going through those muscles especially if you have issues right now with knees, ankles, hips. If you're not getting blood flow to those areas, they cannot heal well. Uh, If we're talking in terms of trying to build some muscle, if you're trying to change body composition, lose fat, gain muscle, then we do need that circulation going as best as you can. So that's taken care of with a lot of hydration. That's taken care of with a lot of nutrition. But you also need a lot of movement. And for a lot of people who have lower metabolisms, working out is great. Having that dedicated time uh, for exercise throughout the day is fantastic, especially if you can get that consistently and frequently enough. But we're also talking in terms of moving around. So when you wake up in the morning, nothing is better to demand the, the system work more efficiently than to demand movement in the morning. So Get up, get some squats, some lunges in, uh, some good mornings. Called a good morning, not necessarily because it's morning time. It's a, it's waking time. But uh, you're trying to get those hamstrings, those glutes, those lower backs engaged as soon as you can. Because they're not as engaged with most people when left to their own devices. They want to work uh, mirror muscles, the things that you can see, which are generally anterior of the body uh, in the front side. So... Let's hit those backs as much as we can, get those booties pumping and working uh, to protect that lower back, that posterior chain a little bit more. So get, get moving as soon as you can in the morning. Number three, and this is very much an optional thing for most people, but I believe in this particular supplement. And I think most people need to get on some sort of probiotic prebiotic, 
whatever you want to call it, whatever it might be marketed as. Uh, but you need some of that stuff in the gut uh, to help your gut health. We need the flora in there to, and the bacteria in there um, to be bountiful and plentiful and varied. And if your diet isn't as varied in terms of organic materials, um, your, your vegetable, your fruit, and your protein sources aren't varied, let's make sure that the gut flora is varied by taking some sort of probiotic. It will help move things along um, in the morning, but it is also just good for health. Again, if we're talking like the other two uh, points of water and movement, we need your gut to be moving along as well and being challenged to work at more efficient paces and capacities um, taking some sort of probiotic uh, in the in the morning is going to be good for you. If if your diet isn't, and you have to be honest here, if your nutrition isn't as varied as it could be, we just need to challenge it some sort of other way. So that's where supplementation can uh, come into play. Supplementation is not the answer alone. Taking probiotics alone with shitty nutrition isn't going to help you, uh, but it's a step towards moving to some sort of health, some sort of not just surviving, but actual thriving um, place. So get a probiotic in whenever you can. This can come along with the pounding of the water, uh, but this could also be done after your morning routine. Morning habits number four. Let's talk about training. We, we mentioned movement, but when I said movement earlier, I literally meant um, five or less squats, good mornings, lunges, what have you. So let's, let's talk about those crazies who like working out in the morning. And I just say that because I'm more of an evening person and a night owl, so I prefer my training happen more towards the middle or end of day. Um, that said, that doesn't mean I don't try to get some movement or training in some mornings, especially being a father where that might be the only window of opportunity I get. But training in the morning, uh, for those who just prefer it, that's awesome. Get it done and out of the way, you know, complete that check mark, um, for your list of things to do as soon as possible. But for other people, Let's say I have a client who has goals in changing body composition or just straight weight loss. I'm going to recommend for a lot of people that some fasted cardio get done. So what, is it, what do we mean by fasted cardio? That means on an empty stomach that you get some long, steady state, low to medium intensity cardiovascular exercise in. This could be walking. It could be running. If you have machines at home or you have access to a gym, uh, this is where you jump on a rower or a a bike of some sort. Um, The ski erg, what have you. Getting some of that stuff in. And and it's got to be long. It's got to be long in duration because uh, 
if we're talking in terms of metabolic pathways, we need the aerobic or oxidative pathway to be firing off, which is that low steady state thing. And I'm talking 20 to, to 60 minutes in length of just, you know, one boring thing repeated over and over and over with some umph. So I said low to medium intensity, and that depends completely on your experience, your consistency and your goal set. But, uh, that's just going to, to, get the body to learn like, Hey, I don't have any sort of energy I can pull from within, uh, the belly right now. So I'll pull from the muscle. I'll pull from the stored energy sources on the body for which a lot, which for a lot of people is adipose tissue, AKA fat, the jiggly stuff that's on your body. We got to get that mobilized, as soon as possible and that can only really happen when you're in a fasted state meaning you haven't had any sort of nutrition within the past eight eight plus hours right so it's perfect for a lot of people if that's your goal in sleeping you know six plus six to ten hours six to nine hours a night then you got the perfect opportunity wake up and get to your exercise as soon as possible because there's nothing in the system. You're not going to be going off of the quick fuel sources. You're going to have to mobilize um, whatever's on the body, and that's how you can and that's how you can get moving towards those particular goals of weight loss or changes in body composition. And that's simply getting getting something simple done in the morning. Uh, we have a bunch of things that are written out. You don't, de- you definitely don't need any particular programming, but it is something that I plan to put out there on my website eventually. Here are some free programs that you can do, but you can jump on the internet. If you've got a Peloton at home, that's something great to do. If you have a rower, that's my preferred machine. Uh, I think it hits a lot more, especially in the posterior part of the body. Uh, the upper back, the lower back, uh, your glutes, your hamstrings, and then obviously a lot of your legs and the arms. That hits a lot. That's great. You can go old school with walking and or running and or rucking, which is just carrying a, a pack that has some weight in it. And you just get that stuff done, right? You're, you're trying to like walk walk hills or or run with some gusto so that you get some a light sweat going that's really what we're looking for in terms of uh, training in the morning is concerned and if that's the only time that you've got for for your hardcore high intensity training look you get a another benefit there too and you're treating the strength and the musculature as well and then the final big habit or main habit rather that I have in the morning for most people is breakfast whenever you're ready whether you're training in the morning or not uh, you need to stump to jumpstart your nutrition prioritizing protein carbs and fat in that order is my preference Uh, number one because people don't get enough protein throughout the day Uh, talk to a nutritionist you can talk to 
me directly if if you need somebody to come up with some uh, a macronutrient profile for you. Uh, but protein is necessary uh, because that contains all those amino acids. Those are the building blocks of building blocks of protein to develop your own muscles and protein in your body. Uh, carbohydrates because we need to, to store that fuel within the cells and that's what the brain functions off of and then fat because we need to satiate the body is long enough that we can get to the next meal or snack without feeling like you're starving and going in that starvation mode changing your home hormonal profile at the time so that your body starts more storage than release of energy um, that's what we want to do to avoid storing more adipose on the body so being mindful that coffee and smoothies, unfortunately, are not what I'm talking about here. I'm talking about legit actual food. For example, one of my favorite breakfasts to make uh, includes some sort of omelet. I will break down a bunch of eggs, maybe some sort of protein that I've either prepared the night before or that I can prepare during the morning. And I like quick stuff, so sausages versus like a bacon but if I can if I can get some bacon in that's awesome uh, that doesn't necessarily mean I need some sort of meat sometimes we'll try to get in some sort of vegetable protein in um, especially if we're talking in terms of omelets so getting those leafy greens in but some sometimes some sort of uh, bean or tofu or what have you trying to mix that into the the system as well just so that we're getting more uh, and then obviously the eggs contain protein as well but you're that's what you're trying to to mix in and get as soon as you can in the morning the fat will be taken care of depending on the protein source but also your cooking fat so when i make omelets it's usually with some sort of oil or butter and we'll call it good there if it's large enough and I just count my eggs really it's either throw in the veggies that I've got uh, something that we do for dinner a lot and a lot recently if we've been grilling is this simple gr grilled veggie mix where I'll cut up a red onion uh, some bell peppers zucchinis garlic squash um, just a colorful bounty of, of non-quick cooking veg. And I'll just throw a, a oiled pan, and that's usually like avocado oil, if not coconut oil, uh, on a high heat stove and just burn and caramelize most of it. And I toss it around until, uh, you know, most of those harder veggies are soft. And that's why... I'll ha we'll have a lot of it because it's simply whatever I just mentioned plus a little bit of salt and pepper. If we want to make it real fancy, generally I'll, I'll toss some balsamic on it. And that's like no measuring whatsoever. I, I'm not going to give you numbers in particular because that depends on what you want out of it. But we go through that all the time. So there's usually some on hand and I'll just throw that in the pan uh, in the eggs uh, to get that going as well as maybe some kale if not spinach uh, be mindful when it comes to spinach because of the water content that you don't want watery 
omelets or eggs or what have you. So uh, Coach and Chef Dave has done this on his cooking show a bunch where you'll you'll cook the spinach separately and then throw it onto some paper towels to absorb that water. And then you can throw it back into the omelet. So there's one good example of a breakfast. You can have coffee with that as well, an Americano. If you're going with a latte or a smoothie, that's when you need to be more mindful because of all the phantom macros and calories that you may not be aware of. So take peanut butter, for example. That's a popular add-in to the shakes because of its protein content, but obviously peanut butter is not just protein. It's also carbohydrate, and it's also a ton of fat. A ton of fat. So if you're, if you're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to throw some protein in because, oh, it's a fancier protein or it's a more organic protein or especially when we're talking things like smoothies and we're talking like dehydrated peanut butter powders, those still contain a bunch of the other macros. So macronutrients, we're talking protein, carbohydrate, and fat. And I say it in that order because... Like I mentioned earlier, that's the prioritization for me in terms of like uh, nutritional sciences in my head. I always think in terms of, if we're talking labels as well, I'm thinking in terms of carbohydrate, protein, and fat. Uh, nine carbohydrates per gram of pro. I'm sorry, per gram of carbohydrate, four grams of, or I'm sorry, four calories, what have I been saying? Nine calories per gram of carbohydrate, four calories per gram of protein, four calories per gram of fat. You can do some math there. If calories are one of the ways that you like to measure your nutrition or your your fitness, um, and when you look at the label of a any sort of peanut butter, you can see that you're getting a lot in, even though it's like a tablespoon. So be mindful of those phantom things because we're we're so quick to just generalize things. Peanut butter is a protein that you don't realize you're not losing uh, the fat off of your body or you're not gaining or not trending towards your goals as quickly as you'd like because you don't realize that you're not counting or you're not considering the extra things that come in that peanut butter. So when you think you're going to top off that, that greens smoothie that you're making with all those tons of vegetables and whatnot, just be mindful what you're adding in on top of that because, you know, carbs, vegetables and fruits aren't just carbs. Uh, the add-ons aren't just carbs. Uh, the fluids and the juices and the milks that you throw in there aren't just one thing. It's a, it's all food is com comprised of a bunch of different macronutrients and micronutrients micronutrients being vitamins and minerals macronutrients being those building blocks of food carbohydrate protein and fat so being mindful of what those things are can help or hinder your progress towards your particular goals and that all said be mindful of making sure that you're getting a breakfast in to challenge that metabolism to help guide your body along the way and not just staying in a starvation mode the entire time. Uh, but this is not an episode on 
nutrition, so we're going to back off of that. And I just think that most people need some sort of breakfast in the morning, making some smart choices and not necessarily going out to your your Starbucks or your drive-through fast food to get some food in. Sometimes it takes some planning, but you can also figure out better ways, depending on your lifestyle, to get some quality stuff in. If you're not prioritizing it, you cannot blame um, those things on your your progress or lack thereof because it takes it takes some effort to get that stuff in. And that wraps up the five big habits I've got for you to start off your day. Water upon waking, some basic movement, regardless if you're training in the morning or not, a probiotic to help your gut health move along, some training or some fasted cardio, and then finally your breakfast or you breaking your fast and getting some quality nutrition in to start your day and to get your body going in the right way. This has been part one of a six-part series talking about daily habits, lifestyle habits you can start trying to employ to improve yourself, your body, your wellness, your mentality, and to get us all moving towards being turbo geeks ourselves. Thanks for listening today, and we'll catch you on the next one.